Audio Bistro, a podcast about work, happiness, and anything that stands in the way. In each episode, our guests will be sharing their career stories, learnings, tips, and much more. Inspiration guaranteed. Welcome to another episode of Intro Audio Bistro. My name is Reza, and today I'm pleased to have Delia Slukat on the show. Delia is a career coach and is going to share with us some of her best tools and tips for millennials when it comes to career search and finding their ideal job. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Delia and find it valuable. So, here we go. Hi Delia, welcome to Intro Audio Bistro. Glad to have you here. <laughs> Hi Reza. Thanks for being here. So, first question, as usual. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Jesus. So a little bit about myself would be I've been a trainer for the last sort of decade or so. I got into training when I was up in Sheffield. Uh, I went to Sheffield University. I'm a Bartholian, by the way, for anyone that's listening to it from down south. I went up to Sheffield University in the 90s and I stayed for a whole decade. While I was there, um, I kind of somebody dragged me into Myrtle Springs Academy, which is one of the toughest schools in South Yorkshire. And um, they got me to speak to the students, and I sort of learnt the hard way <laughs> in, um, in a school that got pulled down six months after I was in it. <laughs> you had to go through a metal detector and everything. It was, it was, it was a tough place. But uh, I really enjoyed talking to the students and, um, you know, more like discussing with them, really, and seeing what they were interested in, because my topic at the time was small business and how do you get into small business. And it just kind of went from there. Um, you know, nothing could be more difficult than that year of all the different schools I went into but uh, it, it's just a career I really enjoyed and I've gone on to work for Young Enterprise did you ever hear of that? Sure sure yeah, so did I've been volunteering a little bit with them I as well. have you yeah I, lo- I love you uh, it's a great charity I worked for them up in South Yorkshire for two years and on to University of Bath did a couple of years there as a uh, coordinator um, and then I've been a freelance trainer ever since then, doing uh, employment training, which I really love because I love interviews and strategy and all that kind of stuff. And I love um, I love social media, so that's what I've been training as well. So sort of a decade of talking to people and having loads of cool discussions. So amazing. And we um, we had this interesting conversation. It was the launch event for the Bath Digital Festival, which is almost a month ago or even longer. So we had we ended up having this uh, conversation about millennials and their approach to careers. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about them and what you think about this whole generation? <laughs> Definitely. So uh, th- throughout the, all the, that decade, a lot of that training has been with the millennial generation. Just to put my hands up so you knew, know where I stand. Who are the millennials? The millennials, 1980, born to 2000. They are the children of the baby boomers. Another term for them is actually the new boomers. New boomers. So I think that makes a lot of sense, really. Um, I like the name millennials. Um, What's the whole point about classifying them and uh, labelling them in, in, as because millennials? Because they're a big demographic group and they're coming through in a wave behind their parents. So that's what's worth thinking about them. Um, I have done a lot of training with them. Um, I'd say... Um, they're a really interesting group. I mean, ideally, I found that they do have passions and do want to go into careers that they're interested in. But they will also go and work for you know straight companies that are not necessarily complete. You know, they they could be selling you know whatever it is. But if they do it in a certain manner, that the millennials can kind of 
that it's more of a holistic running of the company, right. they can be more interested. I've got a couple of examples of um, companies I think are doing it well. HubSpot has introduced one month paid sabbatical if you work for five years. Mm. Which I think is really clever. That's a really good idea. Because obviously they're going to be just, you know, you're going to want to work there for longer because you know it's going to be there. Um, a friend of mine's been working somewhere and she's asked, they don't have a sabbatical, but she's asked for, for six months off. And it's going to be in eight, 18 months' time. So she, she's going to be there for another 18 months. Yeah. And then she's going to come back to it and probably, you know, give her juice back and do another year or so afterwards. So, so you've got to tie in for like three years of yeah. someone at the top of their career. So, um, and that's such a great way to retain employees and want them to be more loyal to you as an employer and stay for longer. I completely agree. And one of the interesting things is thinking about the millennial generation is because their parents are the baby boomers. You know, we're going to have this interesting things where millennials are going to be caring for their children. So that's not just going to be the mothers. The fathers are going to want to get more involved. And also they're going to be caring for their elderly parents in this mass block. And they're not going to want to go into nursing homes like they used to. And you're, we're not going to want to put them in them. So these ideas of sabbaticals and different flexible working, buying, selling, holiday... You know, this is going to become more and more important for this generation from a practical point of view of how, how are we going to care for this mass group of 70 to 90-year-olds. And, you know, they're the people we care about the most. So, you know, it's an interesting area. What else? What else about millennials? Oh, did you have one example? One more example as well. One more example. Tell us. Sprout Video over in uh, NYC, they, they have a jobs page. And I, I love reading jobs pages because I'm interested in how to help people to get interviews and that kind of thing. Okay. So I'm always, when I'm working on a website, I'll always check <laughs> out the job page just to see what's going on. And this is one that I really enjoyed. It, it, they've got different value systems at the top of their page. And then sort of halfway down, it says, more jobs coming soon. In the meantime, and then in big letters, it says, we love getting emails from cool, smart people. Nice. Because, you know, you want to be open and uh, available to people. It's not... It's more of an invitation. It's a dialogue. Sure, you, know, you want sure. the best, the best to be coming to you. Mm-hmm. And I think this is really the way to attract millennials is not to go out and hardball them and hard sell them. It's about the inbound marketing. How do they find you? How do they connect with you? Sure. And their space on their value system. That's really interesting. And it has actually come up uh, in one of the interviews we've done with one of the companies on Intro. I uh, mentioned the names, Rob Hall from Wriggle. Um, a great, great Bristol startup yeah. that recently raised their next round of funding and uh, they're going to be all around the UK very soon. So check out their intro profile, their website. Um, he mentioned in his interview that our doors are always open for people who have ideas and want to contribute to the business. There might not be a vacancy um, being advertised, but we're always willing to chat to people and find out if they have an idea that will they, they think will make the business better. So. So interesting. You said the same thing about Sprout. Video. I've been reading that a lot. Is you know a great way to get a job is actually to, you know to, to pitch pitch a company and show them like here's a page I've redesigned or you know to actually do something for them, show them your skills. You know because it's so difficult to differentiate yourself. That's now. Such a good tip. It's, and actually, yeah. you know, you have to build that relationship, but they have to understand they need to be building it back. You know, this is not you know them and us. This yeah. is you know vast amount of talent that they need to be connecting with consistently so that they're at the top of the forefront of their thinking. That's a really good piece of advice for both millennials and for the companies, <laughs> yeah. I think. So it's, um, 
if you're looking for a job and a company isn't hiring, but you're so passionate about their mission, about what they're doing, do get in touch with them. There is, you, there is basically nothing to lose. Um, have you got any other piece of advice that you would give to millennials when it comes to their next career move? So that you just gave us a really good one. But have you got any other sort of pointers you want to give to this age group when it comes to looking for the next career? A lot of them are on social media. I know you do a lot of social media training and stuff as well. I, I think it, it, the millennials, it's shifting their social media skills. And unfortunately, just for this next five years, well, you know, and then you can do your own thing because you're going to be the mass, right? But just for this next five years, try and as we're learning, you know, how to learn video communication in your language obviously really badly i mean i've been on snapchat and just killing myself with <laughs> laughter with the over 40s crowd that's just jumped on like the last couple of weeks it's, in, it's just one of the funniest things i've ever seen but it's so, spreading isn't it it's just so funny uh, but as they're as we're trying to learn you know badly how how you you know, you kind of communicate you know you need to badly even if it's badly learn how we communicate um, and what's important to us and, and 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 sort of learn how do you switch your amazing social media skills to professional skills and it's a slight tweak um but it, i think that's that's the real key thing you know do you have like a one page profile page about yourself you know you can set them up on so many you know squarespace does a lovely one page you know mobile optimized it's all there you just walk in type a few things in or even as at me.com i think you know that's a quite a simple one so you know have a have a portal so that people can get to you um and, and and you know think about how you can you know connect with with us with, with the rest of us <laughs> you know if we're on linkedin maybe dabble on there and if you're not sure what to do you know give us give one of your contacts a call and say i'd like to get onto this they'd be more than happy to help you because that's something they know about and they feel comfortable on it because it's almost that like old school thinking online linkedin really I mean, whether it's going to be, they're obviously going to have to shift it, I think, because it's like a Rolodex online, sure, isn't it? Sure. You know? um, so I, I just, yeah, just sort of think about how can you twist your skills ever so slightly to connect with the with Generation X. Sure. And you just pointed out an important one about having a really good online brand as well. Yeah. Personal brand. And it, it makes a big difference. And when people have approached us for working at intro or... Uh, when you look at CVs that, are, that stand out a little bit, it makes a huge difference to the perception you have even before you meet the person. It does. And, and, and just like when you're writing a CV, you know, a CV doesn't come out of thin air. It takes a lot of work. Whenever, whenever I read a good CV, I know that person has put a substantial amount of time, rewrites, they've done a lot of research. You know, but it's not going to come out the first time. The same with your you know, portfolio website. I mean, my boyfriend laughed at how many websites I did. I mean, I've got deliaslookup.co.uk. I've got a very simple Wix one up there, um, which I'm going to flick. Have you heard of the grid? The grid's coming out, and I've, I've right, got okay. early membership to that. It's like a, Good. it's an AI, like um, you just write in it and it designs it yourself. Like it's really... It does actually ring a bell, yeah. It's like a new breed of thing coming out. So I'm on the wait list for that to come out. So mine's going to flick onto that. But with my Wix one, I mean, I did do lots of different, you know, different websites to get there. And some of them you know, made me sound, I don't know, just too uh, up myself, basically. And I really liked the Wix one because it just seemed friendly, you know, about face. I thought that it would be good for employers, but also for people that knew me, it still looked friendly. But it took me a long time. I just didn't, you know, it wasn't just I woke up one day and went, there it is, you know. So if it does take you a while, don't pull your hair out because 
anyone that's got one <laughs> probably took them a week or so pulling their hair out. Sure. And you have to do the same thing. <laughs> so it's a, a work in progress, isn't it? Yeah. It's not overnight. Okay. That's a good tip. So having that personal brand, especially online, is really important. What other tips and pieces of advice would you give them? <clears throat> okay, I've got an absolutely great one. This one made me laugh, like, every day. would be just how much they underestimated how much they knew. Like, it's just so funny. I'd be working on these TVs and, you know, working with a couple of days. And, and, and then, like, I've known this person for two days. And then they'll tell me some nugget that just they just think is irrelevant. Or they'll just put one line for their technical skills. And I'm like, you know, sit down, here's a pen, here's three pieces of A4, and you write down every technical thing you know how to do. And they're like, oh, I can't. And I say, right, well, look, talk to me, tell me one thing, and I write one thing down. <laughs> tell me another thing, and I write another, you know. And when I got to three, I'm like, right, there's three, you, you keep going. And pages and pages have come out. But because it's so natural mm-hmm. and organic, and just what grown up with and what you sure. absorb, you don't see it. Because you don't see it, you're not then translating that to us at Generation X. So we, we can't magically see what you know. You should just reel it out. You should just whack us over the head. You should be saying, I can do this, this, this. All the minute things that you can do. Because we'll be sitting there going, oh my God, I can't do any of that. You know, we need you. Come on board, please. Just come and help us. You know, we need to get this done. And, and but you know one line on a CV or just a shrug of you know just just but but I think it's because if you're in a generation where everybody else around you knows all the same skills as you, it of feels course, like... of course you think it's normal. <laughs> sure, sure. So guys, do not underestimate how much you know. <laughs> Sit down, put it down on paper, and make it really relevant to specific employers that you're after. Make um, is that is that, is that yeah right? yeah have a master list of like, everything you can do. And then just rip it for whatever it is you're going for. And then you've got your master list and you can say, right, those 10 things I need to tell them, those six things out of your list of, you know, three pages. Mm -hmm. Um, But then in conversation, in the interview, while they're talking about something, you say, oh, well, I know about this, that, and the other. I've done, you know, you put this in the top of your head. And you're starting to verbalize all the things you know, instead of it just being an unconscious thing. You're just unconsciously moving around the internet doing all this stuff. But, you know, you need to start putting that into words and just saying I can do this that's quite interesting well, how would you how would you sort of advise them to differentiate themselves from the rest of the millennials I mean CVs or having a really appealing um, online personal brand is really good but what would you tell them to because like you said most of them know sort of same basic technologies or not even basic but things they've grown up with but what would you tell them to do differently to sort of show what they're actually all about and help like ways they can stand out as the person they are that makes sense one of the things i've noticed with millennials is you know it is as well as the sort of self-esteem and perfectionism that unfortunately i found it's not unfortunate it's just natural with the internet when you're surrounded with everything that's so great on the internet the best of the best is at your fingertips all the time sure when you try and for example do your own portfolio website you get exasperated because two days later your website still looks rubbish and the copy you've written is naff and your photo is rubbish but everyone else's looks really good so the sort of uh, so striving for everything to be the best the best is actually a really difficult self-esteem issue I think um, and you know when I grew up you know there wasn't you know 
there wasn't the pressure to be good. There just wasn't. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all you saw, the only people who were quote unquote good were people that were on like the TV or the news just every once in a while. Um, or, you know, we had a weekly, you know, a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And, but those people weren't, I wasn't supposed to live up to them. I was supposed to just be myself. There wasn't as much noise uh, slash competition. No. So, so it's obvious that with this generation growing up with all that noise, that it's really difficult to kind of get motivated mm-hmm. and say, you know, it's just the simple things, you know, just tick them off. I mean, my favorite book for, um, for, getting, for getting a job is called What Color Is Your Parachute? Sure. It's an American book. Um, which is not known very much here. It's rewritten every year since the 70s. Don't diss it because it's been rewritten. To, they rewrite a third of it every year okay. so that it's right spot on. Interesting. And it's just absolutely... Cr- every page on that will give you stuff to do. It's just so practical. Okay. They've also published a handbook to actually you know, motivate you to actually get on with it. If you actually took that book and just did all the tips on that book, I mean... I was really stupid. Like, somebody recommend because it's such a, because it's been recommended so many. I was recommended to read that in 1997, 2004. I ignored them twice. Two different people said, "Delia, you should really read, you this, should book. read this book." Ignore them. It's only like until like the end of that decade. I was like, I was training. I thought, oh, I'll get that book everyone told me to get. I was like, what's a div? You know, like, why didn't you get that book? Was there a lot of light bulb moments in there? Every page. Every it's page. Just, just a, but practical. Sure. It's just totally full sure. of practical. No nonsense advice. Yeah. Brilliant. It's by Richard Bowles. What colour is your parachute? We'll include a link to that in the show notes on the website. Have you got any other sort of tools slash apps slash books that you would recommend to our users? Um, yeah. One, these are two that you would not have heard of. So I know a lot of people recycle the same realtimeboard.com realtimeboard.com is a really good um, mind mapping whiteboard but you can collaboratively use it and they are updating features on a daily basis it is just so slick and you can do like a stack of poster notes you can just write on all these poster notes and then it displays it all over the screen okay it's just so it's just a really it's free for like having three boards Um, yeah I think they're really on it so that, that's one of my tips. What else have we got? Oh, you want more? Okay, I've got two <laughs> more. I've got unique I've got ever. But um, yeah, my, my, my two ones are uh, my podcast and uh, sort of like a business sort of um, trainer is Tara Gentili. She's really, um, she's a millennial. She's so pragmatic, um, so mature. She loves strategy, but she's always asking people about how you did it. Okay. So she's totally like, she'll cut through all the, you know, she likes the ideas to a certain point, but she's like, "What the world? Tell me how you did that. <laughs> Tell me how you did that. Right, Tell me how right. you did that." So she has this uh, podcast. It's really bad name. It's hard to remember, but it's Profit Power Pursuit because she's trying to get creative people to think about money, as you know, and the practicalities of it. But she gets. She's had like fifty podcasts since like early of last end of last year. Was because she's networked all really interesting business owners that have really gone through the mill. And she really, because she must have known them, they just open up all this incredible information. Um, and, and I learned loads from that. It's so valuable to have access to that for free as well. And yeah. that amount of I, knowledge. I, I actually pay £30 a month to be part of her lab as well. Okay, that's we, a separate Yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's um, quite a power strategy lab. And that is just really worth it. But get... that's all Generation X's. We're all in there going, <laughs> oh my goodness, how do we do this? And someone <laughs> put up a problem and we're like, oh, I, I hit that problem last week. This is how I got through it. So, you know, 
millennials you just wouldn't help you but generation <laughs> x is head for that um and then my i'm another um with your other podcast you've had lots of gary vaynerchuk fans on we've had <laughs> yeah sure. and i'm afraid I'm, I'm another one of, one of his uh, his crowd i went to see him in london last week on wednesday i oh, absolutely loved it he's got this new website askgaryvshow.com and this is great if you're a vaniac as well because if you go on there and he's got he's split all of his videos by topic so for example if you go in there and put instagram search it'll just split out every two minutes that he's he's spoken about instagram right so you get all of his strategy without all the nonsense really sure. i mean obviously he's doing his way but it, it, it's i actually wrote to them and i said that i can't share his share videos because the whole thing isn't useful to someone because it covers a mix of topics based on the questions being asked from his audience yeah so this this website askgaryvshow.com mm -hmm. is great for vaniacs you're big fans you can go in and research you don't it's hard to remember when you've watched 200 episodes yeah. which episode it was that you found that bit that you wanted sure so you could just go onto that website you know write in snapchat or instagram whatever it is and then you could just quickly not quickly because there's still gonna be a lot of clips but you could go through that way and for yourself as an introduction to Gary Vee, if there was a subject that you really wanted to kind of think, well, what am I going to do for the strategy for this? You could go onto that website, you know, type that in. And, you, okay, you still have to deal with his, his style of delivery, which isn't for everyone. But if you can pull away his delivery style and you can actually get to the heart of, like, what he's actually saying, the strategy, he says, is just... just I, that's why it's no... You know, myself and, you know, the other three people you've had on, that they've... Mark, Mark and Saf. Yeah, there's, there's a reason why we're all going to him. Mm -hmm. Because the con it's not, yeah, we like the jazz and that stuff, but it's not about the... If, if what he was saying underneath it wasn't any good, then nobody would listen nobody to Nobody would listen. And but it's yeah. just he's practicing it every day. It's, it's the strategy. It's just second to none. I agree. Like I've seen a couple of his... Um his episodes of guests uh, ask Gary Vee show and he provides so much value for for his audience and there's so much being discussed and talked about I don't want this conversation to stop because it's been so <laughs> valuable learning so much from you and bouncing ideas um, but I'm guessing um, we could we could do another one maybe at some point <laughs> soon but we have to limit the limit the sort of time that we uh, we talk because because of the time time frame we have thank you so much Lilia if there is anything else you want to tell us I just wanted to say thank you so much for inviting me I, I'm um, you know I've been a trainer for a lot of years I'm always bouncing into new skills and this has been my first ever podcast oh amazing so thank you so much for I'm not sure I've had the guts to do it with anyone else who wasn't so nice as you <laughs> You've been smiling Thank at you. me all the way I through. am blushing here. So, um, you know, I, I'm such a big fan of podcasts. I've been, you know, loving this. It's great to be on the other side. It's a great way for people when driving or yeah. just sitting down and just listen to it. Exactly. So, you know, thanks for thanks for having me on and listening to me babble. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. And I hope our audience enjoyed it as much as I did as well. We'll include links to all the... Um, resources and books and podcasts and everything else Delia mentioned uh, including the maybe the a link to the careers page uh, pages of the companies mm, that you I've mentioned as well so make sure we get them all from Delia and put them in the show notes um, how can people have access to you by the way I forgot I forgot to I'm really live on Twitter at the moment Twitter. So what's just, your handle it's, it's um, at Delia Slukat so just just my name okay okay and uh, 
Yeah, I've just got a simple website. I'm, I'm plotting a new business, so just sure. watch this space. Watch the space. Thanks, Delia. Have a great rest of the day and uh, look forward to speaking soon again. Thanks.